Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. It has been a while. Very sorry for the massive gap in episodes, but we are back and have many, many great conversations ready to go. So we are kicking off with the first of four episodes featuring conversations recorded way back at Slam Dunk Festival 2022. This was the busiest day of recording that we've ever had. Um, It was amazing to speak to so many people though. Um, So before I get into the guests for this episode, I want to give out a massive shout out to Public City PR who once again did an awesome job in managing the press tent, making everything run smoothly. Um, Yeah, Siobhan and her team in Leeds, as always, were a pleasure to work with. They put in a huge shift starting well before anybody turned up um, and I'm sure went long into the after when people were at the after parties. Um, they also put in a massive shift in the months leading up to it, putting up with my many, many emails um, and ridiculous requests. Without her um, and without her whole team, none of the podcasts that happened from Slam Dunk, any of the radio interviews, um, Kerrang! video interviews, rock sound interviews, none of that would happen. Um, So yeah, massive shout out. Thank you very much for making everything run as smoothly as possible. Much like the whole day, these were a lot of fun to record and it was great to speak to the seasoned pros of Knuckle Puck, um, newcomers in beauty school and As December Falls and then the veterans of Sum 41. Um, And we still got the same excitement from every single one of them about being back playing festivals, um, being in that environment, meeting up with new and old friends. Um, absolutely brilliant. So yeah, check out all of them if, you, if you're not aware of them. Especially please give some huge support to Beauty School and As December Falls. They've both got albums out now which are brilliant. Well worth your time, well worth your hard-earned money. Um, go check them both out live and um, it is, it's amazing the quality that these guys are, are putting out there. Um, loads of energy if you wanted to go and see a really tight, fun show. So give that a go. I think I've jabbered on enough. I'm very excited for you to hear all of these episodes that are coming up. And yeah, let's kick things off with episode 57 from Slam Dunk 2022. Awesome. Great. So we're here at Slam Dunk Festival with Knuckle Puck. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're good. Grand. We're excited to be here. Good, awesome. great, grand. <laughs> How are awesome. you? I am absolutely delightful. Thank you very much. Um, I've seen you've been doing some press already, so thank you very much for taking time out and uh, continuing to spend some time with the press when you could be enjoying the great Yorkshire summer. It lasts about three hours, <laughs> um, so yeah, enjoy it whilst it's here. Um, so we're at Slam Dunk. What's your uh, what's your opinion of Slam Dunk this year so far in the probably 15, 20 minutes you've seen it? Well, Slam Dunk started today with uh, the Suicide Machines on the Dickey stage, yep. so you know I was there. Awesome. Uh, so I'm, I'm just having a great time already. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, and it, it's been great for me so far. I haven't quite gotten out into the mix yet, but, um, you know, I've run into a whole bunch of people I haven't seen in, you know, three four five yeah. however many years so it's been cool just catching up with uh some friends that i haven't gotten the opportunity to see in a long time yeah, yeah and how how is it kind of being back in that festival environment after you know so long out oh it's great when i got the slam bucks today 
I screamed. Uh, no, that seriously. Festival only, like currency. Yeah, yeah. You, nice. It's like drink tickets and stuff. Here, I can show you. Yeah, they, yeah, call, yeah, them, they call them slam dollars. Slam dollars. I call we call them slam bucks because we're from the U.S. Awesome. Or I call them slam bucks. They, they it's look, good to Photoshop they, they them, so we've got some as well. Yeah, so that's yeah. Good. Like, uh, they look <laughs> like American money too. Make some copies, yeah, you know. To make you feel at home. Yeah, I know. How I nice is that? Yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. Um, so I know we've only got a limited amount of time, um, and it would be awesome to get longer with you at another time. I'm just going to fire a few questions at you to get a bit of an insight. If, if that's all right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go get for it. it. Cool. So. In terms of your earliest, earliest musical memory, and because we're at a festival, I'm going to ask specifically about festivals. So what was the first festival you can remember going to? Warp Tour. Okay. The band's Warp Tour. Yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, in Chicago. Nice. Nice. And what... Obviously, I've never been. It's a, it's this mythical thing that happened in a land far away, uh, yeah. full of dreams and magic. So uh, tell me that's true. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like this, but in a parking lot. Um, but it's a magical parking lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just it, it it's like yeah, it's basically this in a parking lot. But then it happens again the next day in another parking lot. Yeah, and then the next day in another parking lot, and it all travels. It's not like they. It's not like there's like um. A crew setting up the stages and all, like you know, the the festival grounds yeah. the night before. It literally, you know, breaks down every night and drives to the next parking lot. It's like a, like a traveling circus. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably the best best analogy. Yeah, traveling yeah. circus. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Um, In the insane yeah. heat is what I've heard. Oh man, yeah, oh, and yeah. the fact that you're on parking lots, just it, hot tarmac. Yep, just yeah. baking all day, man. I mean, but it's still the thing of dreams. It is, and we were lucky enough to do it three times, which is truly incredible. How was that? Taking the stage for the first time at a Warped Tour, after after it being the first festival that you went to, how, how was that? It was wild. I'm pretty sure I cried when we found out that we were doing it for the first time. I was like, you know, yeah. some tears. I was like, whoa, seriously. You know, yeah, it, was, it was crazy. I mean, I can imagine... So yeah, that, it must be pretty overwhelming. Yeah, man. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I mean, same. Like, you know, the first the first warp tour I went to is I was probably thir- thirteen or something. Yeah. Um, and like at the time, I had already been like kind of jamming with people playing like playing in a band already. But like, you just never would have thought I would have had the opportunity to play that festival. So then, um, yeah, definitely kind of felt surreal to like be there like actually doing it yeah awesome awesome and yeah you can now get to travel the world doing this and, uh, yeah. and take it to all the festivals and making other kids dreams so who was the first band you remember seeing then at a festival so I actually I do have a story so the first band I saw at Warp Tour was Census Fail nice they played early on in the day that day and I was you know in the mix of action um <laughs> And my shoe came, like, halfway off my foot. And a kid that I was in a band with at the time saw me as that happened, but, like, didn't know my shoe was halfway off my foot. He came up to me. He was a few years older than me. So he was like, John, came and, like, gave me a hug and, like, picked me up off the ground. My shoe came completely off. Someone picked my shoe up and threw it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I, lo- like, I lost my shoe at, like, 1130 in the morning. You got roasted. And then I remember trying Thursday played next, the next stage oh, over. And I remember, like, wandering around the crowd while Thursday I was playing, trying to find my shoe. And then I gave up. And I just yeah. did my – so I did my whole first warp Tour with one shoe. Amazing. Amazing. How, how did that foot, like, survive? 
Um, <laughs> just being young and excited. There, like, there are a lot of uh, shoeless people at Warped Tour yeah. from the same situation. I can, I can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, I've seen it. Oh, I spoke to a guy for the podcast before, and it's happened to band members on stage. You know, you get really into it. Bit of a you know a, a kickflip, shoe goes flying off. Guy who's uh, he's looking after lights for somebody else sees it, runs, grabs it, puts it back on his shoe whilst he's still playing guitar. Oh, can you imagine sweet. that? You know, in, in this, your scenario, Joe, that you were you were walking down the street and your your shoe slips off a little bit, and some guy just comes up, picks it up, and throws it. It just doesn't <laughs> happen in any other scenario than right. festivals. Than yeah. festivals. <laughs> Apparently, anything goes. It's yeah. lawless. Absolutely. So, what are you most excited about for your set at Slam Dunk, both here um, and in the South? I'm just excited to play, honestly. Yeah. Um, when was the last time we were at Slam Dunk? Um, it was 2018, and then I remember it was psycho like in a good way like um <laughs> it was lit <laughs> yeah like it, i don't know every time yeah it's just awesome like every time we've played it it's been great we played it in 26 15 or 16 one of the sometime two, yeah. in one of those years um <laughs> and then, yeah in 2018 and then now this year and it's just great every year so i'm just looking forward to it amazing just looking forward to playing drums and <laughs> yeah how, yeah. <laughs> how is the, how is the hand gonna uh, gonna cope? Um, well, yeah. So I, I played drums for the first time at a show. At, like I, yeah, we played a show in London two nights ago, and yeah. that was my first time playing drums in three and a half months. Just went for it. Nice. Um, I, I broke my hand semi recently, and I just kind of got into the clear to start doing stuff again. Um, yeah, so I'm just grateful to be able to do what i like to do once again awesome and yeah thank you very much for for playing through what i'm sure will be a little bit of joyous pain Um, yeah yeah it's i mean yeah a little bit a little bit but it's (laughs) adrenaline adrenaline will get you going yeah exactly (laughs) awesome awesome well yeah hopefully we'll give you the the kind of welcome that you want at slam dunk um especially here in the north this is the When in Yorkshire podcast, after all. Um, and so, yeah, enjoy today. Enjoy tomorrow. Um, I hope it gets through. I'm very much looking forward to whatever comes next for you guys. And, yeah, hopefully we can catch up in more in more detail at another time. But yeah, really yeah I would love that, Lucio. Really appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you, When in Yorkshire. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah, thank you. thank you. I'm here with Grant and Liam uh, from Beauty School. We are uh, in Slam Dunk in the, in the North version. Um, and you played earlier. How was that? Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like dream come true. Because we we've been coming to the festival for for years. Like since I was maybe 14, 15 years old. I've been, like when we were back in the middle of Leeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing. To, it's like a dream come true in it to, to, yeah. to just be part of the festival. It's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was amazing for me. But I think for me it was a shock. Like when we first got here, there, there was obviously no one here because we we're opening. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, maybe I don't know, 20, 30 people. It might get a few people in. And then we came out. I was like, all oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nerves <laughs> just hit me. I was like, oh. <laughs> you had a decent crowd. It was, it was good. When, it was good at the start. And then, as we were leaving, so I had to rush back to get. I missed the last song, and the tent was was pretty full. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a, yeah, a good yeah, crowd and, and a decent reaction from being in the crowd. People yeah, to be yeah, enjoying yeah. it. So, yeah, taking the stage at Slam Dunk for the first time, signing Slam Dunk Records as well. Yeah. I think it's fair to say 
obviously uh, Joe's previously made me aware of his uh, internal connections that he's making the most of with JD yeah. but I think it's fair to say that yeah they've got your back at the moment how is it having you know the, the behemoth that is slam dunk behind you yeah I mean it's brilliant and it's quite overwhelming sometimes because we go from a band I mean we've always been in bands but they've always been local small time bands kind of thing Yeah. and with Beauty School we've had such an enormous backing and you know people behind us wanting us to succeed wanting us to do well and helping us every step of the way so yeah it's great but then you get put in situations like this where you know last week we played in Hull didn't we and it, yeah. it was in a small pub there yeah. was about 20 people there there was a tiny stage and then you're here yeah. and it's like wow like you get these doors open it's amazing like yeah. really so yeah I mean it's, I not, it's nice to have that push behind you yeah, isn't yeah. it to I just can't I, I can't thank them enough yeah. Yeah. for me anyway it's like a dream come true for me like Grant said it's just yeah, yeah brilliant amazing and you've had some you know uh, I think I think you said it was this was your your tenth gig. Yeah, it's something tenth, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad. That'd be nice. It's yeah. a double digits anniversary. <laughs> yeah, Very yeah. good. Uh, one thing I'll let Joe know: it's uh, fewer people and fewer shows, not less. But that's fine. We can deal with uh, linguistics yeah. at a later time. <laughs> um, uh, the the other thing, yeah, is that you've you've already come off the back of a, a decent little stint with with Trash Boat as yeah, well. So, yeah. how was that? Great fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, it was obviously most things have been ruined by COVID, but the original run was we couldn't play the shows. I think some of the guys from Trashboat got COVID. Yeah. So yeah. we had to rearrange. So, so we played one in Sheffield. I can't remember it was. It was a few months back. Um, and that was great. And then we picked back up the last two in York and Hull. And yeah, it's just great bands to play with. And especially, yeah. I mean, Trashboat are awesome out there. Yeah. It's just, it's great to be able to play with bands like that who, you know, it's good to get back into it though now that yeah, restrictions yeah. are lifted people want to get out and you know yeah. listen to live music again yeah, so, so like you, you know you're getting a lot of enthusiasm from people yeah. to come and come and see it so and like the crowds of people that are coming like even today and like trash but what you'd expect to be is like the whole venue was quite small as a yeah, venue yeah. and it wasn't in like that was intentional though yeah it wasn't in the center yeah, of all either yeah. and but we still there were, there were people there people. and they're all getting involved and stuff and i think as grant said i think people just want to get back out and enjoy music yeah and you're there to just take full advantage of that and just course, yeah, provide yeah. some insanely catchy tunes. Yeah, Definitely. Awesome. So, how uh, I'm gonna, I caught up a little bit a few months ago with Joe, um, but how was the kind of journey of the band over the past, let's just narrow it down to sort of six months since, um, you know, since the start of the year? Well, yeah, I mean, we Your headline hometown show. Yeah, we've so we've been playing, the shows have been coming thick and fast, which is good, which we wanted. Um We've got a tour coming up with Dangerous Summer. Um, wow. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. I, I, I can't wait <laughs> for that. I think that's the back end of September, start of October. Nice. Uh, we've got Make a Scene Fest. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's going to be absolutely so awesome. Middlesbrough way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some really good, like, like localish bands on there as yeah, well. Like, positive like, after positive, isn't it? It, is, it really is, yeah. Open up. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some other things in the world that we probably we can't talk about at the moment, but yeah. There's a lot going on behind the scenes for us, which again goes back to being quite overwhelming sometimes. It's yeah, all these things happening for us. It's just it's amazing. I, I'm just awesome. enjoying the ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So yeah, I, I know you've like kind of worked hard in the local scene before, and then uh, from, from chatting to Joe, it's kind of half feeling that maybe that kind of time had passed. Yeah, and then yeah. 
it's just been a bit of a snowball. It looks like from from the ex from like somebody outside of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How how are the kind of family and friends reacting to to what you're doing? I mean, my my family made up for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so much so much support from everyone. Just to, you know, be out doing what you love doing. It's, yeah. it's you know it's it's nice to see it is, yeah. all your hard work paying off all, all the years of learning all the guitar tuition yeah, all yeah, the years yeah. Of that. well yeah, it, it know, absolutely pays off on stage there's few few moments where I know a fair few of the songs quite well and just think you know I wonder how they're going to pull it. oh yeah they did pull it off <laughs> fair play <laughs> that was um, yeah yeah, um, it, yeah it's it's strange because like people when people say that to you. When you're on stage, it's very different because it's oh, like, yeah. you're playing and you're just play. like, oh, I missed that note. Everybody's yeah, yeah. going to know. And it's like, actually, yeah, I don't you think worry, many you worry yourself, do. don't you? But in your head, you're like, oh, no, oh, no, it's, I've ruined it. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that would be today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, me yeah. too. Me too, absolutely. But, yeah. What, can I ask, what, what happened to, or what is that guitar? And uh, hopefully you'll know the one that I'm referring to. The the, Maybe the one with the missing yeah. head. The one that has it looked like somebody had bitten it, or yeah. chiseled a bit out of it, stolen yeah. your headstock. Um, sounded yeah, amazing. It, it, it looks like a, it's a bastardized version of a guitar, really, isn't it? So, yeah. Uh, it's a brand called Strandberg from Sweden. Okay. The idea of it is maximum ergonomic design, so it, it, it weighs <laughs> less nothing. is more. Weighs yeah. nothing. I'm, I'm a small guy, so the, the less that a guitar weighs, the better for me, because you know it's not going to weigh down on my yeah, teeny yeah. tiny shoulders. But yeah, it's, it's the thing. It plays awesome. It sounds great, and you know it's it looks bizarre. It, it baffled me it for a while. It's, com- it's completely alien because you, you know you. you what you're expecting to see from a guitar it's absolutely not that no no it's not but <laughs> the, the thing itself as a, as a tool can't fault it it's, oh, it's amazing yeah. it sounded great um, yeah clearly was ergonomic is clearly the right tone it looked amazing for the tapping uh, yeah really enjoyed really enjoyed watching it once I got over the initial shock a little initial shock of what the fuck is that um, I was then I was on board and uh, yeah it does the job I'm glad it didn't panic you too much a li- well I'm not going to say that it definitely did far more than a guitar should yeah well <laughs> a guitarist um, but yeah that, they, the show was awesome the set was great thank you um, thank you yeah, so much looking forward to, to hearing more of what you've got I was given a, a sneak preview of some songs. Apparently, there was a whole other load that I could have been given. I'm very upset. Oh. I don't have those. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll, I'll just um, enjoy the, the treat as, as they sort of yeah. slowly get drip fed before the album comes yeah, it's, out. It's coming, it's coming. Good. It's a long time coming, but it is. Yeah. We're just slowly dropping the singles. Um, but it'll be here soon. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen the plan. I'm just yeah. impatient. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly <laughs> the same. Every, I've, all the time, I'm like, come on, come on, let's just get it out. I need people to see yeah. it. I want them to hear everything. But we, we, we've been hearing these tunes for what, like, best well, part of two years. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we're up, we're ready for people to hear it. We're excited. Yeah, for people and to that's hear like it. the the next chapter of Beauty School. You know, we're going to start writing again. We're going to start hopefully producing a new record. Um, we're all itching like so many ideas so much we want to do and we're a lot more mature now with it and we know like the ins and outs of how it all works it's kind of like please let us get it out there please yeah. <laughs> but, awesome yeah so one final one who's what's the dream so I know that when I spoke to Joe support acts were kind of was the kind of what you wanted to hit you know yeah. steal some fans which is admirable um, what's, who's the dream support so you get a call saying you're oh. going to support 
Who is it? I mean, oh. I don't think we'd, we would admit, we wouldn't fit the genre, but for me, it's probably title fight. Cool. Massive fan. Yeah, Since yeah. All my life, basically. Obsessed, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's nice. the right word. Yeah, obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead, uh, yeah. they're... They're, they're a newer band, basically. Okay. Yeah, oh, but, I'll check but, them yeah, out. No, yeah, well, they're really good. The bass, the guy, the guitarist from Basement plays guitar. Oh, right, band, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I love Basement. Yeah, so, yeah. and there's, I think the vocalist, or someone from Half Hearts in it. I can't remember which, okay. which member. Yeah. They're really, really Sweet. good band. Good. Well, I've so, learned yeah. something today. But, yeah, I think Title <laughs> Fighter probably. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Well, probably to go off the back of we wouldn't fit as the bill, but someone I'd really love to play with, Circus Survive. Oh yeah, um, yeah, nice. Okay, yeah. I think we we're a bit too jolly to to be to backing them up, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about like a, a full bill. You've got all the yeah. emotions. I mean, uh, to be fair, as well, we, like, we have a broad spectrum of yeah, yeah. tunes. It's not all and, yeah, yeah. jolly happy, is it? But and like with that question there, to be fair, neck deep. Yeah, and we're doing that today, and I mean that's <laughs> yeah, for me. That, yeah. that's wow. <laughs> like we watched those guys sound check when they first got here, and they had like a full. Oh, you know, backdrop, all yeah. like someone's bedroom yeah. or something. Now we were just, just like, look crazy professional. Yeah. But then we're like, but we're gonna play on this stage. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. We're gonna come. And fuck yeah. this we're, we're gonna go. <laughs> do yeah, that. Yeah. We're watching them do this. We're gonna yeah. go do that. It's, it's hard to see though, like all that stuff, all those people, and then there's just us guys with this tiny little banner. Just <laughs> yeah. put it up, and it's, it's like a pretty big banner. Well, oh, oh, yeah. let's not play it down. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it was just. Uh, the difference and the yeah. journey we could we could potentially go on. It's exactly. So well, that this is kind of where they started, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Comp- yeah. I mean, arguably, you've got more of a right to be here. They were competition winners. You guys have actually been booked straight up. Yeah. So, yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Awesome. No much. pressure. No, no pressure. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks very much, guys. No um, enjoy. No, yeah. Enjoy the us. tours that are coming up, yeah. and I look forward to to hearing all the news that you've got happening at the moment. Thank you. Cheers, thank you for having us. Cheers, no I'm worries. here with Beth from As December Falls. We're at Slam Dunk Festival 2022. How are you doing, first of all? I am doing great. I am super excited, so stoked to be here. How are you? Oh, very good, thank you. Bam. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm going to ask you a few questions, nothing too formal. Um, I, first of all, I first heard of you guys. I think you played at the Newton Fox in Leeds yeah, a while ago. That was um, a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Possibly pre-COVID time. Very, well. very sweaty gig, that yes. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you'll be back. You're, you're, we're in Leeds at the moment for Slam Dunk. And then you're coming back. And I believe you'll be at the is it the Key Club that you're coming back to soon? Uh, no, we're coming to Stylus. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> brilliant. So I wanted to go um, a bit about how you got into music to start with um, and how you kind of came to be in uh, December Falls and playing at Slam Dunk. Of course. So Um, I'm going to ask you, what's your earliest, earliest musical memory? And I'm talking about maybe something you heard in the car or something like that. Okay, so my earliest music memory was my older sister was like full on goth. Um, and she used to make like all these like mixed CDs that we'd listen to like on the way into school in the morning um, and on that there was um, uh, Funeral of Hearts by him that was on that yeah. and I fell in love with that song and then for my 8th birthday my sister actually bought me a hymn t-shirt that I still have to this day 
amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, so I was very much influenced by like my sister's taste because it was always her songs that were on in the car. Okay. Um, but I'm very glad for that because she had a great music taste. It was always a lot of rock music. So when I was younger, it was actually a lot of heavier bands. It was like uh, Slipknot, Breaking Benjamin, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Um, and then when I got into school, I then discovered my deep love of My Chemical Romance and Paramore okay. um, and been an emo kid ever since and I don't think <laughs> I'll ever stop. <laughs> Amazing. And have you managed to be able to go and see My Chemical Romance on there? I did. I went to their first night at Milton Keynes. It was incredible. Um, I was very proud of myself because I only cried twice. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Amazing. So in terms of your your first live musical experience then, what was that? Uh, so me and my friend actually played in a pub because his guitar teacher was like, hey, I'm just playing this gig. Do you guys want to come and like get a little bit of experience, see if you like playing in front of people? Um, so we Clearly both... that went horrifically. <laughs> you hated it. <laughs> And uh, it's all gone wrong. And to be fair, it was a really strange gig. So obviously, it was literally. I think my mum and dad were there. Like right. there was there was pretty much no one in the audience. I played to less. And, yeah, <laughs> and it was literally just me and my friends sat on guitars, playing like really awful covers. Of what what songs. was it that you played? Can you remember? Um, I feel like there was some. What did we even play? There was a few like Newfound Glory hits in there. Um, I think we played an Adele song, you know, but like we did like an acoustic punk version of okay, it. Okay, yeah. Um, so literally all sorts. Um, the It varied massively. <laughs> um, and I liked it, but I was like, it's not quite enough. Um, and then I got a message on Facebook from Timmy, who's our guitarist, and mm-hmm. he went... So we're making a band, and I know that, like, you sing a little bit that I've seen on Facebook. <laughs> Bearing in mind, at this point, I've done, like, three gigs. They're all acoustic. It's not really nothing with the band at all. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come down and do, like, a little audition. And did you know him before? No. Oh, wow. Literally, he just Straight sent me a random message. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know. He just had me on Facebook for some reason. So we obviously just clearly lived in the same area. Yeah. Um, and he just hit me up and was like, hey, so I'm starting this new pop punk band. Do you want to come down? And I was like, yeah, of course, I'll do that. Um, went down, d- did a big sing song, and they were like, sick, you're in. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. So I'm quite lucky to a sense of all the other members in my band have really gone through that whole grinding, playing every single week to absolutely no one in a room. Whereas yeah. I joined as December Falls, and because they'd already done all that, they were like, right, this is what we don't do. And <laughs> so it was actually quite good for me. I kind of got in at a good point. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and now I'm still here, still loving it, loving it even more than I did at the beginning. So, yeah, it's fun. Amazing, amazing. So, what what was your first As December Falls gig like? Can you remember? Our first As December Falls gig, yes. It was at a really tiny venue called The Intake in Mansfield. Right. Um, and it was supporting a band called um, My Favourite Runner-Up, who are now yeah, yeah. led by Lanterns. They've all, like, yeah. changed members and everything that's a a relatively big profile gig for your first kind of proper gig yeah yeah um and it was fun but i remember being so nerve-ridden that like i was i was on the stage and at this point i wasn't trusted to talk to the audience because i was so (laughs) like well i was 
literally i just turned 18 and i was like oh my god i don't know how to talk to people how do they do this is this because you would kind of like clamor up and shy or you'd just be like fuck all of you yeah no 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 clamor up shy like i'm just i'm a very awkward human being as it is like i stutter (laughs) when i speak i'm still terrible at talking to crowds um but i do my best and i pursue Got some uh, perseverance. Yeah, Good. so at that point, Andy was doing all of the crowd talking. And I remember I sat there and, and I'd sing. And then I'd just like go like this and just reverse back into my shell and be like, nope, don't want to do this. Um, but then, obviously, about three or four gigs in, I actually kind of started getting more used to it. Yeah. But it was definitely something I had to get used to because I was so used to having something to like hide behind because I'd only ever done things where I had a guitar in front of yeah, me. Yeah. And just having that one little barrier, it it does help if you're it nervous. Does. Yeah, yeah. I've like, only oh, ever no, played gigs with a guitar and I absolutely would not do it without the guitar. That is my safety barrier. <laughs> See, whereas yeah. now I'm the opposite. If I have something in front of me, I'm like, it's in my way. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> Let me run around and yell at you all. Like. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing that later. So experiences at festivals then we're at slam dunk um first of all i guess have you been to slam dunk before i have been going to this festival since i was 15 wow yeah so a very 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 long time and what's what who, who played now. on your first slam dunk festival uh it was four years strong oh nice yeah 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 had a great time i don't actually know because I don't think they were on like the main stage. I can't remember who was on the main stage, but I remember buying the ticket because I wanted to go and see Four Years yeah. Strong. Yeah, fair enough. I did, literally had no idea this slam dunk existed. And then it was literally a post from them. They're like, hey, we're playing this. And I was like, I can do that. I can go there. <laughs> and then came, got hooked, have never, like, I don't think I've missed a year since. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> Amazing. So now you're here playing. How was that to... How can you remember getting the kind of call, email, whatever to say, yes, you're playing Slam Dunk? Yes, it was absolutely insane. So um, I think actually Andy got the email and he was like, okay, so I've got some news, but I'm going to wait till you're home from work. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I was like, is this good news? Is this bad news? What, what, do, yeah. what are we doing here? Um, and literally as soon as I finished, I remember being on the tram coming home from work and I was ringing him and I was like, tell me, tell me right now what's <laughs> happened. And he was like, so uh, we may have finally got our offer through and we're playing Slam Dunk. And I was literally on the tram and I was like, I can't scream. I can't do anything <laughs> because I'm surrounded by public people. They're not going to want to hear this. Um, but yeah, and I literally just remember being sat there like, stay cool, stay cool. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only your lifelong dream in, <laughs> in one phone call. That's it. That's all. Like, <laughs> Amazing. And not even just any set. You are high up. And not to, you know, apply any pressure, I'm sure you're going to smash it. But, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely amazing. What an introduction to yes, playing Slam Dunk. It's incredible. I'm like, I'm just so excited. And I feel like we've worked so hard to get here. And we've done everything ourselves. We're very independent. Yeah. And to actually finally have... It's kind of like a little bit of recognition that mm. what we're doing is clearly working. Um, so I'm d- I'm so excited. Like yeah. honestly, on on the inside, all my insides are shaking right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You, as I said, the first time I kind of I saw your name come up saying, "Oh, uh, yeah." As December Falls are playing the Fox and Newt, and I was like, no, "It's a small venue." And then just saw a few posts because I'd, I'd missed it, yeah. um, but saw people like, just saying how great they thought it was. And then since then. 
I've kind of seen your name all over the place. Um, and that led me to going, okay, yeah, let's check out some videos, which are great, by the way. Songs as well. Thank you. Um, yeah, Thank you. Songs, songs are great, but you're working hard for it. Like, you're all over the place in terms of interacting with people. Yeah. Um, making sure, you know, seem. I think I saw somebody put some really pissy comment about one of the free CDs. I was like, come on, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's an issue here yeah. in, in the world. Like, this is all we can do. To- and just, I was just thinking, come on, guys. Just like, how, and then you, but then there were several comments. For, I, I don't know whether it's from you personally or from, from members of the band explaining the situation, just like reassuring that you will get this. Don't worry. You'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that just kind of shows how involved you are with the band yeah um and i'll be honest that kind of that attracted me to the band far more than just kind of other people's reviews yeah just seeing your interaction just like yeah these people are committed and working hard for it so as much as you say you've kind of stepped in and had quite a nice ride with (laughs) with knowing what is with what's going on and had people to guide you um i think yeah the work ethos seems to be absolutely spot on yeah absolutely that's one of the things we do pride ourselves on is because we're very aware that without our fans we can't do this we wouldn't be able to do anything that we are doing so we are so grateful and we are so happy that we have built up this fan base that to be quite frank they're insane i love them like they're they're all great (laughs) um but yeah obviously during the pandemic it got a little bit difficult because it was it was difficult to get things just from different locations to different things and yeah, um, but we got through it, and we got through it for the better. Um, we ended up writing an album, recording yeah. an album during it all. Um, so I ended up working well, but no, honestly, our fans are the reason we're here. Without them, I would not be able to be playing Slam Dunk right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I absolutely, I thank them every single day. Every single time I'm on stage, <laughs> I'm like, I love you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess then, yeah, so you, you wrote an album during the pandemic and recorded it. How was that process for you? Oh, it was crazy. I feel like we were all very sick of each other by the end of it. Because um, <laughs> it's when we had all the isolation periods. So yeah. we did like, I think we did like two and a bit weeks in isolation. Then we went into the studio for a month. And then we did another two and a bit weeks isolation just yeah. to make sure that, n- that not we passing were all anything okay. on. To, yeah. And we we lived in the studio the yeah. whole time, so we were very much on top of each other. But if anything, it kind of worked well for us because it meant we actually got to dive in and like we had like those late nights where we were like, let's rejig this chorus, let's do this differently. Um, I think it did affect how the album came out because we were able to put in that extra energy that we wouldn't have been able to if we'd only had yeah. like oh you've got eight hours of studio time then you've got to go so it, yeah i really liked it yeah good good so is that something that you would try and do again in terms of that recording process i would absolutely love to but unfortunately um so we're, we all work full-time as most people yeah. in bands do it's not that luxury yeah. <laughs> uh so we're currently trying to balance all of our holiday time and things like that. So we're actually recording over numerous weekends at yeah. the minute, um, okay. trying trying to maybe get an album together. We don't know yet. I don't think I meant to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Amazing, amazing. So in terms of kind of your plans for coming up over the next 12 months, we've got Slam Dunk today, Slam Dunk tomorrow. What happens beyond them? 
Right. So after that, we've got we've got a load of festivals this summer. Um, so we've got Rock for People, which is in like two or three weeks. We're playing on the same day as Fallout Boy, which is insane. Wow, where's that? Uh, that was in the Czech Republic. That amazing, one. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Yes. It's like a couple of hours away from Prague, I believe. Um, yeah, so super excited for that. Um, we've got 2000 Trees coming up. And then we have a massive, huge UK tour in yep. October that we are very much looking forward to. That's when we're playing the Stylus. Yes, so yep. Yep, we'll hopefully see you there. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we will hopefully be getting out on an EU tour before we start delving into recording studio time and all of that kind of all of that jazz but yeah amazing amazing well it sounds like you've got loads of exciting stuff coming up yeah. so what can we expect today from you and and for the for tomorrow in in the south <laughs> uh, i think you can expect super high energy set lots of stuff to sing along with we want to get the audience as involved as we possibly can um and we are just as excited to get out there as you are to be at the festival so just take that in mind everyone <laughs> uh, but yeah Amazing. And are you going to be able to see anybody today? Is there anybody that you're really excited to see? Yes. Honestly, we were listing the bands earlier and it was just an endless list. Like, I may as well read the whole entire poster out (laughs) to you. Like, it's everyone. We were were super excited to go see Beartooth, but we now clash with them. So we can't Uh, see them anymore. Um, But obviously, some 41 are going to be great. Um, 303, I'm very surprised about because... They're actually one of the first albums I ever bought. Like, oh, as really? A kid. Wow. So actually, so, and I've never seen them, so I'm Shit, very excited. You make me feel really old, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It was like the Streets of Gold with the little hand on. Um, but yeah, then there's obviously like Modson, Stand Atlantic. Um, I think Hot Milk have actually already been on, and I missed yeah. them, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, it's tomorrow. I, you can catch I could, them tomorrow. I could honestly just sit here and just list every single band on the bill. We're so like happy to be involved with this lineup because it's so good. This it year. Is. It's incredible. It's it so is. Good. And it, yeah, it's it's a great festival. They've done a, an amazing job with the sites. Um, and yeah, so thank you very much for this. Anything else that you want to add? I'm all good. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you. Hopefully I will speak to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much and have an amazing set. Cool. So uh, I'm here with Dave and Cone from Sum 41. How are you doing, guys? Doing good. Great. You? Yeah, yeah. You a, little, a little jet lag. We just got in yeah. yesterday, but yeah. feeling pretty good. We came to the good. festival at separate times, so we haven't even caught up for the day oh, yet. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll, just, you know, I'll sit back. You guys catch up. Yeah, so how are you? Yeah, yeah. How are you? I just you saw enjoy? Him, I saw <laughs> right. <him> five okay. <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Is that enough? Hey, no, enough he, we, had, we had like two days at home. Dave missed I me for the two days. separation anxiety. We fly together. We get. We're basically living in the same city. We do miss each other, though. Yeah. But I still miss him. Yeah, yeah, well, that's understandable. Yeah. yeah, awesome. So yeah, you're you're back in the UK. We're in Leeds for Slam Dunk. Yeah, excited. Of yeah, course. This, yeah, we got booked on this. I mean, it's been like two years in the making, yeah. right? It was cancel, cancel, and now we're finally here. It's the first time we've ever done it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it uh, looks good. amazing. Bands on it, like bands that we love. Pennywise, Vandals, I know. Yeah. Interrupters. Yeah, sorry to steal you away from them. We just caught a bit of Pennywise. Yeah, so Ow. did I. I mean, uh, we're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Don't always tell Fletcher. good. So. Those guys are fucking ace, aren't they? They still, they still got it. Every yeah, yeah. single Love time. It. I can't believe Byron could play the drums that well. You know, it, it's just so, so cool. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. So fast. So fast. I know. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, you made us wait for this uh, for this headline yeah. slot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to make it worth our while? 
I hope so. Yeah, we got some new production tricks. That was some stuff we've never ever done before awesome. on, on this show and tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. So, and um, what I like to talk to my guests about is kind of how you got into music in your case. So, Dave, we'll start with you. Can you remember your earliest, earliest musical memory? Yeah, for sure. I mean, with an actual instrument or just... Oh, just like maybe a song that you heard that you were just... Oh, yeah. So you or anything. I had, a, uh, I had a chalkboard that had these metal legs, and they kind of fanned out at the bottom, and they looked exactly like a flying V. <laughs> and I'd seen somebody on like a, a music video playing one. Yeah, yeah. So I unscrewed the uh, leg from the side of the chalkboard with all the math questions on it. It was very, <laughs> very symbolic. Yeah. And uh, just picked that thing up and started air guitaring to records. But it was records like um, Kung Fu Fighting, Carl Douglas. So nice. <laughs> I didn't really get my foray into rock and roll until a little bit after I picked That's up my first slide beat. Right? I mean, yeah. Talk about good. a timeless classic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, the way I got into music was like I lived in this little court with some friends. And uh, they all started playing guitar. And my other friend played drums. And they were, just, they were like 14 years old. It's like 1993. They were all kind of starting a band. And I was like, well, you know, because we we're all kind of best friends. And I was like, well, I want to be in the band. Yeah. They're like, well, we don't have a bass player. So you have to play the bass. No fucking clue what a bass was. Like, because there was no internet. I couldn't Google yeah, it. Yeah. So I had to go buy a magazine to research like what a bass guitar was. It's like, okay, four strings. Yeah. Way easier than a guitar. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, so, you know, I begged my mom to go up to, like, the local music store and buy me, like, the cheapest bass. But I was so into Nirvana at the time. So I was, like, looking at pictures of Chris from the Nirvana. I was like, yeah. has to look like that. So I bought this, like, cheap, shitty uh, black bass and then yeah. joined that band. And we just played, like, Nirvana covers and good stuff, stuff like that. You know, stuff. four chords. Yeah. And the beauty of Nirvana was... You could that's a good starting band because yeah. on, on, at least on guitar it's like you know four chords and you kind of got it. Bass was a little bit more involved, uh, but it's a good starting band. Nirvana's a great starting band. Yeah, so yeah. many people have said it, and I know that you know you guys have been openly said you're big fans of Maiden and Priests and hundred percent. I believe yeah. you've said it in some lyrics, um, those specific <laughs> bands and uh, Nirvana. For so many people, is is whilst you know absolutely outstanding and and you know technically quite brilliant when you when you drill it down yeah seems so much more accessible yeah. to people and gets people so much more inspired to go fuck yeah i can do that yeah. i can pick it up and i can make some noise like that absolutely yeah i think that's one of the the best things about rock and roll at that time is how approachable it was how easy it was to start mm. i think you're absolutely right yeah, yeah and Good. i think even before nirvana people people got into like punk music with the ramones because yeah. again it's super easy three chords four chords you got it. Yeah. So I think Nirvana kind of took the place of Ramones for our generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ramones were kind of earlier than Nirvana. So yeah, yeah. I would have 100% rather started with Nirvana because it was like straight heavy metal right away for me. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of nights where I was like, I am total shit at this thing. And yeah. I just stare at my guitar and be like, maybe it's not Why for me. Why do you make me so yeah. sad? <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was exactly the same. Like, my first record I bought was Alice Cooper Hey Stupid yeah. some amazing yeah. solos on that yep. you know my dad then went oh you're listening to that and then gave me the first three Maiden records and I was just listening to that and Dude. I was just like I can't, I can't do this Dude. and then my mate was just, just, just like yeah have a listen to this uh, and, and uh, I think he played me 
I'm pretty sure it smells like Teen Spirit. And I was just like, okay, right. This is me. Let, yeah. me, have, let me have another go yeah. at this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, oh. yeah, how did, where did the metal come from for you? Uh, my cousins. Okay. So my cousins were in a metal band. Oh, and nice. that was actually what inspired me to pick up a real guitar. So when I uh, was hanging out with a cousin, um, he had a guitar laying around. We would be playing Nintendo. Yeah. And I started picking it up, playing it, but I just had it in my lap. He kind of looked over, paused the game, picked it up, put it in my lap properly. Yeah. Gave me a tab book and was like, this is how this works. So I just sat there and uh, it was Guitar Magazine. I, I don't know what issue, but mm-hmm. it had a riff uh, tab of Cotton Amash by Anthrax. So that was the first riff I ever ended up learning. Super, super easy, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, after that, it was like, oh, this is like patterns, puzzles. It was something I could actually apply my brain yeah. to. Absolutely. Yeah. I had the same sort of thing, but with um, Inside by Stiltskin. Yeah. That, okay. Just that riff was just like, it was on an acoustic guitar as well. So yeah. finally, mm. I was playing it. It was like, it's not distorted, but this is getting closer. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting yeah. more excited now. I know. Yeah. yeah that that. Did you have that kind of like. When you finally figured something out that you you've been listening to, oh yeah, 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 yeah. and because Nirvana, like we were saying, like it's so easy. It was pretty satisfying right away. Yeah, it was like, and I'd be more like friends showing me stuff. And I mean, the first metal album I ever heard was Injustice for All, which is kind of <laughs> ironic because I play bass. Yeah, and it was really like <laughs> no bass on that record. Like the bass is so low. Obviously, yeah. everyone knows. So like that was the first record I heard. But you know, when I heard it on a Ghetto Blaster, the speakers were like woofing. And I was like, and I thought at the time, I was like, holy fuck, listen to that bass. But it was actually just bass from the guitars. <laughs> so it was an ironic album for me because yeah. it was like, I was yeah, a bass yeah. player, but I didn't actually know at the time that there's no bass on the record until I learned about it years later, you know? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Great record still, but yeah, yeah, turn yeah, the yeah. fucking bass up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, surely they should have remixed this and slapped the bass up by now. I think they there's have, some, right? Yeah, there's some YouTube uh, YouTube videos called stuff like Injustice for Bass, <laughs> and they've got the bass in there, yeah. My, so. I, I'm going to check amazing. that out tonight. I'll put that in the link for this episode so everyone yeah. can enjoy that. <laughs> That's awesome. So in, in terms of Sum 41, how did you guys kind of meet and, and, and start playing together? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, we pretty much all met on the first day of high school yeah. in grade nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we were about 14 when we all met. We yeah. went to the same high school. Uh, Derek and Steve started the band. Our old drummer, Steve, yeah. started the band in 96. 96, yeah. With, after with like a uh, warp tour. Lineup, yeah. And then they got Dave, and they got me, and then Steve left. <laughs> yeah. And um, now we're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're five. Now we're <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the um, we were all in rival bands. Oh right. Okay. So he was he right. was playing with his buddies on his street. I was in this like Rage Against the Machine ripoff band. We thought we were the greatest thing of all time, but we just weren't. And uh, yeah, we just kind of all melded together uh, somehow. Like I remember. I was kind of iffy on joining Sum 41 because I was like, I don't know, man. Like all this metal cred I got Where, going on the in rap? this, Where's the this rap? yeah, this town of forty thousand. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if my rep can handle it. And then, of course, I came to my senses. I was like, these are my friends. Went and played yeah. and had an absolute blast. And then, yeah, you were like the we, missing we, link. We kind of both got into it that same kind of thing. It was like a fill-in. Like yeah. they were missing a member. Like someone had quit. It's like, hey, can you fill in for us? He's like, yeah, I can fill in. And then once I got in, I was like, I like this. You yeah. Know? yeah. They actually, they play, they, they have a drive, and the songs are great. It's fun. 
we were, you know, we were all kind of best friends anyway. We were, yeah. they go around our hometown and wreak havoc and cause mayhem and do drive-by shootings of water guns and like we we just did that anyway. Do on did the end to the end. We dank houses. Yeah, you know, we were we were just doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But we weren't in the same band, but we were just like hanging out, egging houses and stuff. So it was just fun and. Like, oh, let's do that together. That's nice. Keep going with the band thing. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm glad we weren't that age doing that shit now because we would have been fucking canceled way early <laughs> in our careers for yeah. being absolute bullies. If Yeah, if there was like like Facebook Live and shit like that yeah. 20 years ago, there's and a lot of people that wouldn't be around. But and on top of the tiny bullies that can't fight. Yeah, That's the, yeah. the worst part of oh, yeah. it. We yeah, we were all so small and skinny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, but drive-by water gunning now, it's like yeah. people have real guns that are, yeah. and they're really shooting people. That's why he <laughs> you know? That's why he was That's so why. relieved when you said super soakers. Yeah. Yeah. You took a breath between yeah. drive-bys. No, but imagine like imagine just like doing a drive-by with super yeah. soaker and the guy yeah. just like, oh yeah. <laughs> Mom, yeah, yeah, dude, because it's hard to tell whether you're going to say super soakers. You got all this tough, <laughs> tough gear I, on. I have yeah. to. I have to counteract yeah. my uh, my wimpiness. <laughs> we did. We used, used to do the same at, at university. Had a, an, a like a, a flat in the middle of uh, in the middle of a city. Used to go up onto the roof, loads of water bombs. Yeah, and just watch people in suits walk past. Oh, yeah, amazing! Such a good time. Those, those days were time. much better than now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You get away with way more. Like right now, I have kids. I'm just like anything he does. Don't do that. Yeah. Not yeah. That. Don't climb yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely, man. If he used to egg a house, fuck, yeah. like it would just be over. It'd be, be basically send him to jail. You know. So early days of some forty one. First thing I remember hearing uh, was Fat Lip. Yeah. That was the first thing that was yeah. massive on all all the music stations everywhere, uh, MTV and everything. Um, it didn't capture my my ears immediately, and then yeah, Painful Pleasure came on. I was just. Uh, Okay, <laughs> hang on a minute. What well, is there a better? Some, it is a better some song. That I liked in that, and now there's this, and I was just literally waiting about an hour and a half for it to come back because it couldn't yeah. pause TV and shit. Then, of course, yeah. So I was, yeah, waiting about an hour and a half for it to come back, and then yeah, I was playing it in the car the other day. Still know all the words to pretty much all of that album, and there's stuff about my kids that I can't remember. Oh. So, um, yeah, make of that what you want. <laughs> but uh, oh, for Pleasure is a much better song than Fat Lip, though. Yeah? You're right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I just think <laughs> the combination together, just whoever oh. came up with that, absolute genius. It was, yeah, it it was, was an a, accident, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was, was it? kind <laughs> yeah. of an accident. Yeah, we, yeah. Did, we actually we demoed Pain for Pleasure as a joke when we were demoing the songs for All Killer No Filler. Yeah. And then we just kept on laughing and laughing and building characters out of the band yeah. and we were like okay maybe this should go on the record and then it kind of spitballed into like well maybe this should go right after Fat Lip they were like maybe we should make a music video for this and it, it just kept on going and going well the music video was funny because we were doing Fat Lip and the, the stylist had brought clothes for us and she brought those clothes like thinking we might actually <laughs> like them yeah. for some 41 yeah like because like, um, she didn't know what we were like you know she didn't so she just brought a whole bunch of shit and so we saw this shit we like put spandex on yeah. and all this other stuff of and course. then we started like acting it out and the director was like what are you guys doing we're like ah we're just fucking around <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. no let's film that and so that that pain for pleasure she was like two shots yeah, it was amazing. like 20 minutes we were just on a break on the Fat Lip video. Amazing. And if you really look, one shot is with a train and one shot is not with a train. Okay. So that's some, ah, some yeah, some that's video some trivia, trivia for you. Behind the video. Yeah. Oh, nice. Video. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm now just thinking about the fat lip video in those costumes. Just yeah, so all the rest of it's exactly the same, but you're wearing those clothes. Yeah, and we will still pull out pain for pleasure from time to time, yeah. like if we're we're feeling like doing it, and it is just the most fun you can ever have. Yeah, just getting into that era and becoming one of those total like just the buffoon side of metal yeah you kind of feel yeah. like how like what it feels like to be judas priest for real but or judas like, priest like is actually Iron cool when real. they do it <laughs> yeah. it's like one of the bands that just didn't make it because of their attitude <laughs> yeah. so yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely so yeah the how was the for you guys i imagine it's kind of been a steady process but the, the kind of development of i guess the the writing and recording sides from you know from back in those days to the most recent stuff how has that changed for you i know you took some time out and stuff yeah. and then sort of came back mm-hmm. how, how has that been it's, i mean it's quite a bit different now yeah yeah i mean back then we could go to the studio for two months hang out like the budgets were bigger now it's kind of like we all record from our house because like, you could send it yeah, around yeah, on the yeah, internet yeah. you know send files over here send files over there so it's, it's quite a bit different. Like, we don't spend as much time together in a studio. Yeah. We just kind of do it on our own. But, um, you know, it's still cool. Like, it's, there's a lot, you could spend more time. Yeah. There's more, there's more freedom to, there's no pressure to, like, be done. Like, you know, when you go, when I had to go do bass on the previous albums, it was like, you have two days. Yeah. Go. It's yeah. like, oh my God, holy fuck. Oh my God, yeah. So now it's like, I could spend a month, insane. I could spend a month on 10 songs, you know, because it's my own house. Same, yeah. You know, yeah. same as guitar. and Especially for writing leads. Like, writing leads, it's like all the the way we work is like i'll write five to ten solos send them off and then we'll comp them together and come to a place that we're we're happy right but the core of the songs uh besides like i know you add a lot of melodic lines to the bass and stuff like that derek is like the core songwriter so and then we all have our strengths and we kind of yeah but working in a studio together is amazing but like cone said like going downstairs in your pajamas and just recording it's living the dream yeah. i mean they're both yeah. kind of fun because the early days making records were also really fun as well i mean we did one in new york city we did one with jerry finn wow um so that was a, that was I'm all killer just, yeah. um so that was really fun because he's a fun guy yeah so it's like they're both kind of fun in their own way yeah yeah uh, yeah how, just, do th- how do you think it sort of impacts uh, and and affects the, the, the how the songs come out in terms of maybe just the style of them I think stylistically, if I'm just adding a solo or something like that, we, we don't really change it that much. Okay. But it's more, it's always been kind of like a, a a vision that everybody shares anyway, in the end. Mm. We've been working together so long that he can send me a part and be like, okay, play me a solo. And I'll know exactly what he wants. Same with you on bass. It's yeah, like, you, you can go back and forth more, you know, it's... It's, uh, you know, in the early days, it was kind of like less, like now we, we have time to think about everything and listen back and be like, oh, let's change that. In the old days, it was kind of like you recorded, Jerry would come in and say, that's good, leave it, on to the next. And then you wouldn't hear it until it was mixed. Yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, oh, fuck, was it good? You know, <laughs> yeah. you hear it back, you're like, thank God, okay, it was all right. Now it's like we can, like we have songs recorded that we recorded, I don't know, six months ago. Yeah. And we could still change them now if we yeah. wanted to. So it's you know it's cool that way you know. I wonder though if that's a curse. Like yeah, uh, you might overthink because things. Yeah, you work so it. hard on something and then somebody's like, "Yo, that is garbage," and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah." Whereas back then it's like, "Yeah, I didn't want to record that either." 
but yeah. But even, you know, what does look infected, you know, Derek will say this too, like we listen back to that record and it's like, ah, it doesn't sound as good as it should have. Even yeah. though a lot of our fans love that record, the sound of it is not as good as it could have. So, you know, if it was today recording it, we could have went back and changed some yeah. stuff. Yeah. That record came out crazy, though, because yeah. we ended up having to, we went to New York, yeah. recorded, got back to Toronto to do vocals and kind of finish overdubs. You were at your cottage. Yeah. And we realized everything was out of tune. <laughs> or at least we thought it was, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was. Somebody thought it was. <laughs> so Our producer, we, yeah. yeah. So we were, I was like sat in Studio 2. Derek was waiting in Studio 1. So I'm like hammering out rhythms. You're finishing bass. And then Derek singing the songs as they come. It was like a straight up like conveyor belt yeah, of music yeah. production line. So yeah. wow, it was yeah. a weird one. Yeah, and they, I guess they having that opportunity to record in your own houses. Do do you get that time to just you've got like uh, record a song, send it off. Yeah, as far as you're concerned, you, yeah, it's quite good. You then start recording something else, and then just go, ah, hang on a minute, no. And it gives you a bit of a flashback for another for going back to a song. You can, yeah. yeah. Does it give you that opportunity? Or do, you, or do you generally tend to, like, once you've done your part, you leave it and move on? I mean, we we used to go back a lot, yeah. for sure. And I think these days now that we're so cohesive and we work so well together, yeah. there's a lot less back and forth, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah I guess because we're like eight albums in now, it's I kind of know what Derek wants. Uh, I know what he's going to do. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, in the early days and you're 21 recording, it's you're new, it's like you're kind of trying stuff, yeah, yeah. trying to find your way as a band, you know. Now we're kind of in a, we're a band and yeah. we know what we're doing. And I'll awesome. try to squeak in new stuff I learn every now and then, but then when I get the text that's like, yo, I want to hear something a little more like Kirk Hammond, I'm like, all right, all right, all right fair, fair enough, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah it's like, we're not really a slap bass kind of band. Yeah. No more finger. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. I just thought I just thought that we would try something new on this album. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd call Flea if we were going to do that. You know. Well, <laughs> to be fair, we are those type of dudes. Like if you if you give us an inch, pain for pleasure, we'll yeah. Yeah. go yeah, for run a mile. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thanks very much for your time, guys. Uh, thank you. Absolute cool. pleasure. Really excited to see you set later. It's Us been too. way too long since I've seen you, and yeah. I've been loving listening back to your back catalogue. So, uh, well, yeah, looking cool. forward to it, and awesome. uh, yeah. looking forward to a new album. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, Thanks for having me back in the UK. So there it is. Episode fifty-seven, featuring Knuckle Puck, Beauty School, As December Falls, and wrapped up by Some Forty-One. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed recording those. Um, at the time of releasing this, there are still some tickets for Slam Dunk 2023 in the north, um, but only a few, so get them while you can. It is genuinely, I think it's the best, yeah, it's definitely the the best single day festival um, in the UK. I'm not, my knowledge isn't great out of Europe, but um, yeah, I'd say it's the best festival. Let's go with it. It's now the best single day festival in Europe. And then also, if you feel like traveling or uh, you're listening from abroad, then Slam Dunk 2023 has actually gone international with Slam Dunk France on the 2nd of June. And let me check the date. Slam Dunk Italy from the 1st to the 3rd of June. Um, and that one features Beauty School and a whole load of previous guests as well. So, yeah, amazing. 
slam dunk venturing overseas. Um, links to all the bands that I've spoken to in this episode and links for slam dunk tickets are in the description of this episode. There's also tracks from each of them in the WIY podcast playlist on Spotify if you want to give that a go. There's so many treats on there. Um, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to be back. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed that. Um, and there's a lot of episodes about to come your way. So stick with it. Thank you very much again. Um, any, any feedback, anything like that, get in touch. It's always lovely to hear from you guys. I think that's it. I'll leave you to the rest of your day. Thank you very much for listening and good night.